This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane. It's Grandpa and Grandma! Rex! Rex, why don't you and Grandpa go in the living room and play a nice game of checkers, and me and Grandma will fix supper. So how was Dad's appointment? Well, it's not good. They say he's in a early stages of old-timer's disease. Oh, Ma! Well, lately he's been living in his own version of reality. He's been coming up with some real whoppers. Crazy stuff! Plus, he can't hold anything in his head for more than a few minutes. Well, we'll make a nice dinner tonight, at least. Wait, Grandpa. Only go on the black squares. Oh, that's right. Now, which one of the grandkids are you, uh, Jimmy or Tommy or Danny or Stevie or Red or Ted or Fred or... Grandpa, I'm Rex. Yeah, y'all look alike to me. Sam Johnson was a check of me. Late from morning till night. His wife, she stuck in washing, and she figured herself it wasn't right because Sam did not contribute one red cent to owe her support. So Sam and she, they got mixed up one night, and the next day she had Sam and court. The judge says, uh, pay your wife eight bones a week. Sam says, I'm broke. Then she began to speak. She says, if you ain't got it, brother, you better go get it, because it's your move now. So you just break up your king roll and just give me the game, because I'm bound to get eight men in a house. You know you can't win with four, and there's no use trying to stall. The first bad move you'll make, I'm going to crown you, and that's all. If you ain't got it, you just better go on and get it. Cause you're moved now. Sam Johnson started pleading. Says, oh, John, you know I'm broke. Now, how come you act this way in the house, sweetheart? Says, what? I hope you choke. Come around here with that sweetheart stuff. Coach, that was bad nice long, long time ago. But I want to tell you one thing, that when poverty flies into the window, the love just flies on out through the door. And checkers, they's all made out of wood. And no wooden man can do me any good. So if you ain't got it, you better go get it, because it's your move now. Now there's 12 men on this jury, same as on a checkerboard, and you're going to need them all, that's you allow. Now I don't like to bore you, but there's time for everything, and right now is the time to wobble, oh Lord, save my king. And you don't protect it, I'm sure going to jump it, and it's your move now. That was Burt Williams in 1919. Checkers, it's your move. Okay, it's your turn, Grandpa. So, so Grandpa, 
So tell me what it was like being a hobo back in your day. Well, now who told you I was a hobo? I wasn't a bum. Uh, times were tough back then. That was when we had the first three kids, I believe, and uh, another one on the way, and I needed to head out west and looking for work. We were desperate. I left Grandma all the money we had, and I was hoofing it all the way. I jumped off a freight train in the middle of nowhere, and I was exhausted and, and hungry. I walked and walked for miles. My feet were blistered and burning before I saw a single house. Oh, you must have had holes in your shoes. Oh, you bet I did. And my feet would get soaked when it, when it rained. What do you want? Can I sleep in your barn tonight, mister? For the weather is not so warm And I just thought I'd drop in and ask you Oh, please, can I sleep in your barn? I have no matches upon me For a smoke, I have no desire and if I sleep in your barn tonight, mister, I'll not set the hay on fire. Oh, my pappy, he left me his money, and he left me the old mountain farm. But I wandered away to the city, and I'd sure like to sleep in your barn. In the stocks, I soon put all my money. Smoke cigars just as long as your arm. Had a house and a big automobile. Now I'd sure like to sleep in your barn. When the stock market took all my money, my pretty young wife run away with a slick-headed saxophone player that worked in a gay cabaret. And last week he wrote me a letter to my home.
some 1924 traveling blues under the baton of Ted Weems. Before them, Harry McClintock with his 1928 plea, Can I sleep in your barn tonight, mister? Rex and Grandpa are playing checkers. Grandpa's experiencing cognitive decline. He can barely remember what happened five minutes ago, but now he is reminiscing about the hard times he went through when he and Grandma were young and he had to go traveling around looking for work. So, Grandpa, then what happened when, when you went to that house out in the middle of nowhere? <coughs> well, I went to the... I went to the door and asked for any kind of grub they could spare, and, and did they have any work I could do for them? Turns out there's only one feller living there, and he looked like an attorney or other. He said he had just bought the place a week or two before and was looking for hands, so he said he'd bring me on as a sheep herder for $30 a month. Dollar a day, plus room and board. <clears throat> and the room and board consisted of an old pup tent and a campfire out on the remote hillside. He said he'd bring me provisions once a week or so. Grandpa, I never heard you were a shepherd. I figured he was lucky I came along when I did. I didn't sleep again last night, and I'd like to discuss the matter. The nerves to which I'm strung are tight, and I'm as beat as a bowl of batter. If old man Rip Van Winkle thought his long sleep was a curse, I know how the old man starts Because I've got his problem in reverse Ten thousand four hundred and thirty-two sheep How long can I talk like this? Ten thousand four hundred and thirty-three sheep What did you put in that kiss? I've tried all the remedies The well-known good advice Took a hot tub and an alcohol rub Did the alphabet backwards twice Ten thousand four hundred and thirty-four sheep We'd better get married soon Ten thousand four hundred and thirty-five sheep I'll never hold out till June How much do I love you Just in case you didn't know You get a mental kiss With every sheep I count and I still got a million sheep to go. You ever try seeing a doctor? A doctor? I went to see an old doctor who's a famous analyst. Then he led me to the couch and he gently took my wrist. I paid him fifty dollars. Well, that sounds pretty cheap. Cheap? I should have paid him nothing. Cause it still can't sleep. Ten thousand. Four hundred and thirty-six sheep And one sheep that got away He took it on the lamb Ten thousand Four hundred And thirty-eight sheep Won't night ever turn to day Oh, what a fool I am How much do I love you Just in case you didn't know you get a mental kiss with every sheep I count. Add them all together, that's a large amount. Counted a trillion sheep. How many? I've counted a billion sheep. How many? Well, at least a million sheep. I know how the numbers go. And I got about a million more. Ooh, God. 10,000, 9,000, 8,000, 10,000, 6,000, 5,000, 4,000.
Day told us about 10,432 sheep, with the George Saravo Orchestra also landing in 1950 hand, whereupon Hal Derwin sang Burn, Firewood, Burn in 1940, Shepfield in his rippling rhythm assisting. Ma and Grandma are preparing dinner. Grandpa has just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and they've asked Rex to play checkers with him to keep him occupied while they have a serious discussion about what to do next. Grandpa is reminiscing about hard times as a migrant sheep herder. There I was in the rain and cold and blistering heat, bored out of my mind. The only work I had to do was 
Make sure no sheep wandered off into the woods or other. Cooking up beans and cornbread over an open fire. I like beans and cornbread. <coughs> Not three times a day. Uh, I was just a human sheepdog. Running my boots off from morning till night. It's your move, Grandpa. Uh, king me, I... I think. Now where was I? On a mountain high Where the soft clouds lie There a shepherd called his loved one With a tender sigh He'd reply So do I Soft and tender came the echo of her sigh Then she Found a love that was stronger No longer had time for her shepherd boy Came the day she quietly departed Left her shepherd broken-hearted To the mountain high There is no reply In the Love passed him by Love's reply To his cry Just the echo of the lonely shepherd's This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane.
Arthur Pryor's band in 1913 with a fantasia entitled Shepherd's Life in the Alps. Before then, we heard about a 1949 Lonely Shepherd described by Ray Burns with Ambrose and his orchestra. Grandpa, you were, you were telling me about being a hobo and getting work as a shepherd. Uh, <coughs> I, I was. Well, what was it like? Uh, it was easy work in the, in the mental department, but I needed erudite stimulation, and, and sheep are stupid. But Grandpa, I read somewhere that sheep are intelligent animals and can recognize up to up to 50 other sheep faces and maybe even a few human ones. But they're terrible conversationalists. They can't play checkers or cards. They can't tell anecdotes. They don't have opinions on any political matters. After about five days, I, I corralled all the sheep for the night and, and tramped the two miles up to the house and busted right in. And there sat the owner calmly reading a book, me in my rags, and, and him in his carefully pressed pinstripe trousers and immaculate linen and perfectly tied tie and silk vest. and They're out in this muddy wasteland. It was hard to even get to. Something about that guy didn't add up. Well, he was polite to me and... Well, I suppose it might be a little dull out in a tent in the howling wind. No companions to share the festivities? Eh, come on in, I'll, I don't mind a few games of cribbage. Well, I skunked him that night, one game after another, and I greatly expanded my $30 a month portfolio. But he seemed to have the money on hand. And at one point in the conversation, he, he just casually asked, Did you see in the papers about a month ago about a bank robbery in Mill City? The, the teller got shot through the shoulder. Uh, they think it was just one guy who did it, and, and he absconded with 15,000 smackers. Uh, maybe I did read about that. Uh, did they ever catch the dastardly pillager? Well, if they did, he escaped. And I just read today that they traced him to right around here. All the money he stole was marked. And so they were able to trace him up to a point, and then he seems to have gone poof. Well... A sheep ranch is an excellent place to hide. The reward is a thousand bucks. Uh, don't worry, my $30 a month is enough for me. I'm just trying to get a little something to send back to the wife. On the other hand, if uh, that bank robber were to come down this way, just, just talking theoretically, and bought a sheep ranch to hide out in... And... Knock it off, Ambrose. Are you insinuating... No, oh, no, 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 calm down. I, I'm just talking hypothetically. Oh, well, I guess I can trust you, though you're skinning me alive in cribbage. Let's have another few hands, if you don't mind playing with a bank robber. Uh, you're, you're safe in the hands of your little shepherd. Now, you know if I really was that bank robber and thought you suspected me, I'd plug you one and be done with it. <laughs> I just got here through Paris from the sunny southern shore. I to Monte Carlo went just to raise my winter's rent. Dame Fortune smiled upon me as she'd never done before. And I've now such lots of money, I'm a gent. Yes, I've now such lots of money, I'm a gent. 
as I walk along the Bois de Boulogne with an independent air. You can hear the girls declare, he must be a millionaire. You can hear them sigh and wish to die. You can see them wink the other eye at the man who broke the bank at Monte Carlo. You can hear them sigh and wish to die. You can see them wink the other eye at the man that broke the bank at Monte Carlo. I'll never forget my triumph at Monte Carlo. As I entered the casino, there was a gasp at my faultless evening dress. I flicked the ash from my triple corona and casually sauntered into the salle de jeu and went straight to the vante un table. The croupier's eyes gleamed with pleasure as I tossed 20,000 francs and gold louis onto the vase. He dealt a card, another, and another. And I turned away with a smile. I always lose with a smile. I walked through the O's and R's of the glamorous crowd to the coup at the roulette table. The wheel was spinning, the little ball was rolling. As I dropped 100 crisp new thousand franc notes on number 17, click. The ball dropped into 36. I turned away with another smile and strode with determination to the chemin de fer. The dealer trembled in his boots as I drew from my card case two one million franc notes. Ringingly, I called, bingo, I mean, uh, 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 banco. And a hush settled over the casino. The dealer flipped me a card and I could hear his heart beat. Two more cards in rapid succession and I was broke. I turned away and with my last smile, I passed through the gorgeous French doors of the casino and then, as I strode along the Bois de Boulogne with an independent air, you can hear the girls declare, he must be a millionaire. You can hear them sigh and wish to die. You can see them wink the other eye at the man who broke the bank at Monte Carlo. As he walks along the Bois de Boulogne with an independent air, you can hear the girls declare, he must be a millionaire. You can hear them sigh and wish to die. You can see them wink in the other eye at the man who broke the bank at Monte Carlo. Oh.
We heard about the man that broke the bank at Monte Carlo, as told by Frank Morgan with the 1945 assistance of the Sportsman Quartet. Then the Isham Jones Orchestra was feeding the kitty in 1924. So, Grandpa, weren't you scared working for that bank robber? Uh Huh? Oh, he he was kind to me. Uh, On the other hand, it probably made him look legit with uh, farm hands on the payroll. But then one day... Hey, you! Are you a shepherd? Uh, actually, I'm, uh, playing the grand piano. I have my lesson on Friday morning. Hey, smarty pants. There's an escaped bank robber supposed to be around this area. Have you seen or heard any strangers in the past month? Uh, no. Except I heard tell about a new guy at the the next ranch over. What do you know about him? Uh, He's, uh, three days old. Oh, for crying out loud. And there's the feller I work for. He's only been here a month. What does he look like? Well, he don't look like no sheep rancher. More like a city attorney or or a mobster even. Where's he right now? He took off for town this morning, claiming he was going to church. I know a very wicked man. I knew him when a lad. I never met his equal telling lies. And though he takes delight in doing everything that's bad, he thinks he'll go to heaven when he dies. When but a child he robbed his dear old grandma in her sleep, he stole two golden feet out of her jaws. He's been a kleptomaniac since he began to creep, but the neighbors think that he's all right because he goes to church on Sunday. He passes round the contribution box, but meets him in the office on a Monday. He's as crooked and as cunning as a fox. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, he's robbing everybody that he can. But he goes to church on Sunday, so they say that he's an honest man. I always thought my family doctor honest as could be, until I had a pain the other day. He said, you have appendicitis, I can plainly see. You need an operation right away. He charged $300 for that operation. Then he found I only had a stomachache. He left his scissors in me when he sewed me up again. Then he went and marked me open by mistake. He goes to church on Sunday. He passes round the contribution box. But meet him in the office on a Monday. He's as crooked and as cunning as a fox. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, he's robbing everybody that he can. But he goes to church on Sunday, so they say that he's an honest man. This is Round the World with Cracklin' Jane.
Polish Shepherd Dance. Our thanks to Ray Henry and his orchestra. But first, Billy Murray lodged a complaint about the 1907 hypocrite who goes to church on Sunday. Grandma and Grandpa are on a visit to the daughter. They've just come from Grandpa's appointment where he's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. They asked Rex to play checkers with Grandpa while they talk about what to do. Grandpa, you're, you're beating me. So what happened then? Uh, what? You were working as a shepherd for that bank robber, and then some sheriff deputy came around, and... Well, about a week after when the sheriff's deputy came sniffing around, it, it was sheep shearing time. So, so the afternoon before the barbers were set to arrive, I drove the critters up to the ranch house, penned them in, and marched into the house. And there the ranch owner was fast asleep, with his mouth hanging wide open, and the flies getting sucked in and blown out. So I made myself comfortable, reading some books and helped myself to some liquid refreshments, and then I noticed five men riding up to the house, all carrying rifles, including the guy that had cross-examined me the week before looking for that bank robber.
moon is in the sky. Love is everywhere, and here am I, hiding in the shadows of the moon. Shadows of the moon, deep in the silvery beams, there's romance in my dreams. I see the one that meant just to cheer the lonely hours I've spent. Till we meet, I'll have to be content, hiding in the shadows of the moon. in the shadows of the moon. That was Peter Van Steeden and his orchestra in 1931. And this was antedated by the 1939 Ben Burney and his orchestra in which Don Saxon told of the little shepherd of my dreams. And speaking of dreams, we left the ranch owner in the sweet arms of Morpheus as young grandpa engaged in the self-betterment of the fellow's magazines and picture books. Suddenly he notices five men on horses each with guns across their saddles. Grandpa runs out to play host. Uh, gentlemen, uh, please alight and uh, tie your horses. Don't move, Shepard. We're looking for that bank robber. Where's the boss of this ranch? Uh, hang on. Uh, wasn't there a reward for information leading to the capture of the Desperado? The reward is only for the people who actually catch him. Now, where is he? Boy, it sure looks like it's gonna rain. Well... When I try to think, my, my brain goes all hazy. Oh, for pity's sake. We'll give you a hundred dollars if you can lead us to him. All right, gentlemen. I would enter the house carefully. He might be armed and dangerous. Huh? Yeah, what's what's the meaning of this? Search him. Hey, stop. That, that tickles. Aha. His pockets are full of the marked bills. Good one. Hiding in plain sight by buying a sheep ranch. I don't know what you're talking about. You're coming along with us. Bye. 
Serenade. Don Brown and Voices 3 helped out by the 1941 strains of Tommy Tucker Time. And before them, we heard Jessica Dragonette sing of the 1928 Shepherd of the Hills. Wow, Grandpa! You got a hundred bucks for helping catch the bank robber? Plus 30 bucks pay? Plus all the money you won playing cribbage? I bet Grandma was happy when you came home. No, she was not happy. Well, what happened? You see... I was the one that put those marked bills in that guy's pockets while he was asleep. Uh, there was no harm done, of course, because he was able to prove he didn't do it. By that time, I was long gone. But we couldn't spend the money I stole because it was marked. Grandma almost killed me when she found out I'd robbed a bank. Ma! Grandpa says he was a bank robber! Oh, Rax. Grandpa's been reading too many O. Henry short stories. He's pulling your leg. Well, now, you might as well know that for once he's telling the truth. I never heard all the details till now. Oh, Grandma! Mother! 
Are you serious? But we had to take all those thousands of dollars and bury them in a secret place. Because cause there were so many robberies when times were tough. The, the banks made up special bags of marked money to give out when, when the bank robbers came in. I guess it saved time. Green and the Four Jacks in 1952. Yes, Grandpa can boogie too. And he may be in the early stages of Alzheimer's, but it's not too late for him to come clean about some of the shenanigans of his youth and the fact that he was hiding from the authorities. Rex set right to work with a shovel trying to find the bank robbery loot that tight-lipped Grandma said they had hidden. But while he successfully found the coffee can, the money inside had reverted back to being dirt. This is Round the World. You'll find a good place to hide out at cracklinjane.com. Round the World is produced for station WSHDLP in Eastport, Maine, and is heard on many fine community stations. <laughs>